Well, on this O Holy Night, as we sing that beautiful hymn, again, Merry Christmas to all of you. As we just heard from the Gospel from Luke, this is, this is the sign that God has given the people of that time and for us. A Savior has been born for you who is Christ and Lord. And this is the sign. You will find an infant wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. A baby in a feeding trough. That's our sign. Now wherever you're at, I don't know where you've been this last year. Um, how you're doing at home. Uh, we want you to know that you're very much loved. And you're, you're part of our family as the Catholic Church. Um, and we, we, we miss you in whatever the, the case might be. Um, just a, a gentle but firm invitation back. But here's just a general question for all of us. What are you doing here? Obviously, you're, you're not here because you're watching. But um, <laughs> you're celebrating Christmas in some way, shape, or form. And it, it's amazing. In our culture, it's, people still do celebrate this feast. But Why? Why, why, why are you here? And an even better question, and we'll come back to that first one. Maybe in your house, or you've seen out, out, maybe you put it outside, however you do it, you have a nativity set, and you have the baby Jesus, this sign of a baby in a feeding trough, in straw and hay. Here's the question for him. What's he doing there? What's he doing there? And, I don't know, how, how do you answer that? Father John Ricardo is, is a priest from Michigan, and he has a whole great ministry. He's well worth checking out. Um, the Rescue Project. He asked this question, and he keeps on coming back to this question, what's the baby doing there? What is he doing there? Now, we might have trouble answering that question, like, what are you trying to say, Father? But, okay, let's, let's change, let's give you a different scenario. And this is what Father John brings out. He's like, imagine you were living in 1940s France. And you see on the newspaper, the heading, the Allies have, have landed in Normandy. And then you happen to see a soldier parachuting into Normandy. It would be very clear to you what he's doing there. He is there to fight to liberate a people from an, aggress an oppressive tyrant. But coming back to that baby in the manger then, um, maybe it's hard for us to answer that question. Actually, that soldier parachuting into Normandy, France, is closer to what that baby is actually doing there. But maybe that's hard for us to understand because in our own time and maybe in our, our own lives, we've got the story, the big story, kind of muddy. We've forgotten the basic story of what why did God have to become so small and one of us? And the reason, well, one of the reasons he's in that manger is because everyone else said, we don't have room for you. God came to his own world, the world he made, and we didn't have time. We didn't recognize him. But it still begs the question, what's the bigger problem that God has to come to us in that way in the first place? I don't know, again, where you're at right now in life. I don't know, perhaps we, you've been away from Mass for a while. I don't know, maybe you, you, you've been at Mass, you've been in the pews, but you become disillusioned, I don't know. 
Maybe in these last, especially three, four years, we've become a disillusioned with ourselves, with our world, heck, with our church, maybe. Perhaps you've experienced goodness in the world at one time, but then the experience of evil made you jaded, uh, made you confused, made you disillusioned, and, and you're like, I, I don't really know what, what the purpose is anymore. I, I kind of lost my story. I've lost the point of my place in the bigger story as well. And maybe, I, and maybe that's why I, I can't answer the question. Maybe it's, I've just been hurt. I don't know. You answer those questions for yourself, but, but just as with that soldier parachuting into Normandy, C.S. Lewis puts why, what Christ was doing in coming in this world as humbly and hiddenly as he did in these terms. He said he was like a soldier sneaking behind enemy lines to fight for us. And he has to do this. He has to, he has to do it in this way. Because of the context of the story. The story is that, yes, you're right. You are good. This world is fundamentally good, but also it's broken. And it needs a savior. What is, what is the source of all the brokenness we've all experienced in some way, shape, or form in our lives? Another good author I'll recommend to you, Dr. Bob Schutz. He's a psychologist and has a great book out, um, Be Healed. And even though you can categorize this in different ways, essentially, what, this good world that God created, and he created you and me good to share in his own image and likeness. He didn't create this evil in the world. He didn't create the brokenness. But the brokenness that our first parents said yes to and sold themselves to, that you and I have all sold ourselves to so many times, essentially breaks five things. And those fundamental relationships that we have our relationship with God, which is our spiritual health. Our relationship with ourself, our own psychological health has been broken. Our relationship with our own body has been broken. Our physical health. Our relationship with others has been broken. Our, our social health. Yeah, and even our relationship with this great, amazing environment and world God's given us has been broken. Really, when you think of it, is there anything in our humanity that's not been touched by sin that's not been used for great evil, and that's not been broken. And the tragedy of, of the whole story is, again, though we are good, we sold ourselves into this slavery. We did this. We broke the world, and we broke our own hearts. And that's why this baby is in a feeding trough. Because he's come to tell us, I'm here to fight for you. I'm here to liberate you. I'm here to, to declare war on everything that causes slavery in your life. I'm here to fix what's broken. And I want you to know you have not been forgotten. You're not abandoned. The Father actually loves you. That's why the Son came into the world to make us sons and daughters in the Son and lead us back to the Father. No, you are not fatherless, is what this baby is screaming at us. We have that beautiful song, O Holy Night. O holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night 
of our dear Savior's birth. Sounds really nice. Cute, soft, beautiful. But listen. Long lay the world in sin and error pining. Yeah, since the beginning. We've been broken. And all we can do when the enemy comes to us to enslave us even further is throw up a stinking white flag. That we... Despite our best intentions, how many times have we given in to that thing we said, I would not give in to that again? And then I fall on my face again. We've experienced our own brokenness. But the song goes on. Then he appeared, and the soul felt its worth. That's what he's doing there, reminding us of our worth in God's eyes, that we're worth fighting for. That's what he's doing. But now let's go back to that first question. Why are you here? What are you doing here? Why do you celebrate Christmas? Let's be honest. Some of us, <laughs> this might be the one time of the year that we remember some of these old chants. You are celebrating something, yes. But I want to invite you to something more this year, my dear brother and sister. You're here to continue the fight that that little baby began. He wants to liberate you and me from all slavery. But not only that, he wants us to feed on him. What was once in a manger is now in this manger, this feeding trough of this altar. He's still with us. And he still feeds us even more with himself in the Holy Eucharist. He wants you to not only spiritually, but literally, sacramentally receive him. To give you the strength to not only be progressively healed throughout this life, to be put back together, but now for you to be a soldier, a disciple of him in the fight, bringing the fight to the rest of all the powers of evil that try to enslave humanity. Through this Jesus Christ, come among us humble and given himself to us and as our food. He wants to make you part of the ranks of his disciples, spreading his light in the darkness, sharing his truth in love, in the midst of the current lies and hatred. He wants you fighting all that enslaves so that you also may be part of this army liberating captives. That's why he's here. That's why we're here. Truly, O holy night.